Hey, 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 good afternoon, everybody. It's another beautiful day, sunny summer day here in Montreal. I'm David Solomon, my colleague Stuart Briskell, who usually joins me. Uh, he's on vacay. What can I tell you? Well-deserved vacation, as I said on Monday. Welcome back to the Rant Network. And today, you know, I just wanted to get into the whole thing about, you know, what's going on there. And, and, and you know, Roe v. Wade has scared the living crap out of people. It's done such a good job. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing to see and to hear people's reactions. And, you know, during the Trump administration, all we really heard was it's the end of democracy as we know it. All these megalomaniac type of, you know, leaders are, are, are killing and democracy is over. And here we are two years into the Biden administration, almost two full years into the Biden administration. And again, the mantra came back again. And it's fascinating that the finger is being pointed in one direction, that the end of democracy is related to conservatism. And again on Friday, when Roe v. Wade was overturned, once again, those words were thrown out again. It is thanks to the conservative, to the right, to whoever you want to call it, that the democracy is done. Trump is killing on and on and on and on. But I disagree. I completely disagree with that remark. I think that the, the situation with the democracy is ending. It might be a little bit more in peril than you think, and it's not based on who and what you think. So let's talk about what democracy really, the tenet of democracy, right? What's one of the great tenets of democracy? And democracy is predicated on what? Let's talk about the first one, freedom of religion, right? The freedom to practice religion is something that, you know, we fought for, whether you're Christian, Muslim, Jewish. It was all about, I can practice my religion safely and soundly. But if you noticed, especially during the Roe v. Wade, it's like this, these past few days, if you talk to people and you say that you don't agree with abortion based on religious reasons, oh my God, you are called an extremist, a heretic. You shouldn't be allowed to speak this way. Wait a minute, this is my practice, this is my belief. Why can't I practice my belief? And we're told you can't. Freedom of religion is part and parcel of a free democracy. It isn't. In fact, what you're seeing here is hate and vitriol thrusted in anybody who's religious. And I've heard priests, rabbis, on both sides, some agree, some disagree, but it's about religion. And to be told your religion isn't welcome here because you don't agree with pro-choice, well, democracy is in peril then. That's the first tenet. Let's talk about the second tenet about, you know, democracy, okay? And that is freedom of speech. And it's fascinating to see that freedom of speech is something that 
we hold so dear to our chest as, as a democracy. Thank God that I could do this without going to jail. You know, I could speak. You could listen. You don't have to listen. You could tune in. You don't have to tune in. But that's the freedom of speech that we hold near and dear to our heart. Alas, if you look at what the left has done, they're screaming and yelling at you that you are not permitted to speak. You cannot talk against them. They're right. And if you're, they don't agree with you, they're yelling on top of you. They won't let you get a word in edgewise. There is no freedom of speech. You can't, your beliefs, your feelings don't matter unless you agree with them. That's absurd. I should be able to, you know, go and have my own protests if I want without someone telling me I can't. Now, it is, you know, I'm not suggesting there's hate speech that should be permitted. I'm against hate speech, racism, what have you. But if I don't agree with the pro-choicers, I might be a pro-lifer. And by the way, I've yet to tell anybody really where I stand. But a pro-lifer stands up and says, I want to tell the world. I want to march with my fellow pro-lifers. And you're being told you can't. You're being yelled at, shut down. That's not freedom of speech. And that's what the left has done. They've literally clamped it. Now, we've talked about this during these rants numerous times. Universities clamped them down. The left has clamped them down. The media has clamped them down. It's an amazing, amazing situation in which when you want to express how you feel, I mean, look how many families can't sit at a dinner table because your, what your feelings aren't acceptable. There is no freedom of speech, and it's horrifying to hear that. This is where democracy falls apart. Let's talk about another one. Let's talk about the rule of government. The rule of government, there are checks and balances. There are ways in which laws are passed, the way governments work. And it's funny because the term authoritarian, autocratic, was thrown at Donald Trump numerous times. Former Prime Minister Harper, same thing. These control freaks, they wanted to run government super tight. But yet, have you looked at the way Joe Biden runs or the way, for example, Justin Trudeau? He's my favorite example. Justin Trudeau, right? There's a rule of law. Government is supposed to sit in part, you know, parliament is supposed to sit. He suspended government. He criticized former Prime Minister Harper, the conservative prime minister, he for, for wanting to suspend government. And Trudeau ended up doing that. Trudeau runs the government like he is a king. Don't say anything. No one says anything. That's not rule of law. That's not democracy. That's autocracy. Now. There, you know, when you hear that I could do whatever I want because I'm the ruler, that's again not democracy. That's where the problem lies. 
See, the government unilaterally makes these laws and these rules. And you're saying, well, wait a second. Consult me. I'm the popular. That's not democracy anymore. And that's what Joe Biden and other leaders found during COVID is that, look, I can control a population easily. Premier Legault here in Quebec has done that magically, and people are watching him going, hey, what is he doing that he can control his population so well? It looks like democracy. He pretends it's democracy. But at the end, he's running it like a king. Don't care about you. Don't care about me. Take away my rights, my freedoms. That's what's happening here in Quebec with Bill 96, taking away my right to my language, my right to services, gone, poof. You look in the United States where you hear, you know, the same thing about COVID. You took away my rights, government control. That's not democracy anymore. Now, one of the other tenets is the freedom of the, of the press. The press should be free. And in truth, the, the press should not be tied in to the government. But take a look at any autocratic state, whether it is Russia, Venezuela, China, the message is controlled by the government. You don't speak against the government. You don't speak against the, you know, the leadership. But have you been watching the news lately? They don't speak against Joe Biden. They don't speak against Joe Trudeau. No, the opposite, people. The collusion between the press and the left is extraordinary. There is a control. There is an alliance between these two entities that want to make sure that they stay in power. That's not democracy anymore, people. That's autocratic rule. That's control. Think of the propaganda. You know, when you when you go to and if you talk to anybody who lives in an autocratic state, that's what they tell you. The propaganda machine works in extraordinary ways, from the government to the media. Everything, the messaging is controlled. And this, and if you listen to the Biden administration or the Trudeau administration, and you read the news, you watch the news, it's the same thing, the same messaging, the same opinions. God forbid you would challenge the government. Democracy and freedom of the press is about challenging it. So when a New York Post or a Fox News challenges the Biden administration, and the government and the left media attacks them. Where's the freedom of the press? Where's the freedom to report? Where's the freedom to challenge? Fox News was accused for four years of being Trump's voice box, right? Discrediting Fox because, or the New York Post, because they were Trump's voice box. And now it's the reverse. So whether or not, you know, and, and, and you look at TV shows like The View and all these other op-ed, op they're laced with people 
spewing the government's propaganda. And the same thing is happening on CNN and MSNBC, that when they come on there, they will do everything in their power to propagandize, to spew the government's messaging, to ensure that you vote for the Democrats or the liberals. Because that's really where this is going. So while you might say, David, no, demo- there is a, it's democracy. I, I have freedoms. I could do what I want. I could be what I want. It, I live in a democratic society. And no, I'm not saying we live in a communist society. But these same people have been saying that if you vote for the right, you're voting for fascism. Which, by the way, it's funny how you don't even understand how fascism works then. But if you're saying that a vote for conservatism is a vote for for fascism, then I could say to you that a vote for the left is a vote for communism, which is effectively similar in terms of autocratic rule. Philosophies are different, but autocratically they are the same. In both cases, democracy is dead. It's been proven time and time again that when you go too far into the extreme, the people who lose out are the people. You and I lose out. But the right and the left, by pulling everything out, we are causing this end of our democracy. It may not look like, you know, a Venezuela. It may not look like a China or a North Korea. And you would say, we're, God forbid, we should get there. But the democracy that we've been accustomed to, been living with, love and adore, is getting kicked in the nuts because the right and the left are doing to each other the same thing. But the left seen right now being in power is doing more and more and doing the same thing that they accused the right of doing. They're doing it without interference, without challenging, without anything. Because when the government and the media are aligned in that extent, and spewing the same stuff and misleading you, misleading me, and the news is completely skewed and there's propaganda, democracy's in trouble. So here we are. It is the middle of 2022, and you thought we've advanced in our society. You thought we've come a long way. But in the end, we haven't. It's the 1930s all over again. We see that. We see how governments are getting the flavor of autocratic rule. COVID gave them all this taste of, oh, my God, I can control the population and stay in power. It is attractive. It is sexy. But then again, you and I lose out. And that's scary. Frankly, I'm not even sure what to do anymore. But we got to stop our politicians from taking advantage of us. And we need our democracy back. Ladies and gentlemen, that ends the Wednesday rant. I look forward to seeing you guys on Friday. Really, really do. Friday will be July 1st here in Canada, our Canada Day. July 4th on Monday is American Independence Day. And we'll be talking about freedoms even more, as I'm sure, over the next few weeks, because that seems to be in trouble. On that note, wish you all a wonderful day. Take care, and we'll see you on Friday.